Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now. And now. Back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for spending time at Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. Joel Klatt will hear from Joel at 440. Thoughts on Riola from Joel Klatt. Charlie McBride will catch up with us in hour two. Gary Barnett, his take on the Nebraska quarterback situation. Danny Burke. Danny Burke and Burke's best bets get you set for the NFL. Brandon Vogel, Mr. Counter Reed with us here. Counterread.com with Brandon at Brandon L. Vogel on Twitter. Vogue's a, a really good day for Nebraska yesterday. Uh, when you look at the recruiting rankings, 19th, 18th, uh, 20, 21st, kind of depending on on where you span. But composite, Nebraska got their guy, and we were diving into you know expectations for for Nebraska a little bit moving forward with the youth movement. This is um, kind of springboarded on with the Casey Thompson news that yes, he's in the portal, but per on three, it doesn't look like Nebraska's part of that. We were wondering. For a while, if if the insurance plan was Casey, uh, since he's back in town or was back in town, start off with just your reaction to yesterday and, you know, the, the flip part of this equation when you get a quarterback like Dylan Raiola. Yeah, I mean, obviously um, pretty big in, in terms of presumed talent level based on recruiting rankings, which like – I know a lot of people um, may have a, a negative view of recruiting rankings, but like bar and law, by and large, they do pretty good. They're not perfect. I think the issue is, is that a lot of times we remember kind of the flame outs more than we remember the success stories. Um, it's just easier. That's, that's kind of the way it works. But when you're at a five-star level, whether that's a quarterback or anywhere else, like, yeah, it's it's easy to remember the guys who didn't make it, but the guys that do make it are are far more are far more frequent. So that's big. I mean, it's it's a player of the likes that Nebraska hasn't signed very often in terms of at least the time span we've been measuring this, which is basically reliably from from two thousand on. So that said, you know, uh, the, the Chubba Purdy news was a little bit of a surprise, at least to me, um, last night. Like, it wasn't a surprise to me that one of those quarterbacks was, was going to go, but I thought it would come after the spring. And with it coming on the heels of Matt Rule yesterday at his press conference, kind of talking about, like, hey, we made this choice to, like, invest in development, invest in youth, like give the guys that were coming back and played for us this year um, the opportunity to compete for that job without somebody coming in over them. It's kind of like, all right, uh, if that's your choice, like totally fine. I get it. Um, makes sense to me. Well, now you're, you're in a spot where, okay, you've got Harvard coming back and minus that you've got, you've got two freshmen. Um, it's, it's very easy to sit here in my seat 
play kind of fantasy coach and be like, well, if it were me, I would much rather have a little bit of insurance beyond that, but maybe they're not going to do that. Um, I guess we'll see. See, Brendan, my question with this is not that would Nebraska like to have some insurance. My question is, is the feasibility in this transfer portal era Guys transfer around to go be starters. It's it's rare to have a guy with experience, especially playing in football games in college football, that by the end of his college tenure says, you know what, I want to go transfer to a, a program that was 5-7 and seven last season to go and be a mentor. I question the feasibility of Nebraska finding a guy like that in the portal that's willing to come in and just be an insurance plan. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that that, that that totally exists. I mean, if we go back to the um mccord era (laughs) which was which was just a week ago um like i don't think that was the setup i mean we could we could term it as insurance i probably did at at various points but it was like well this guy started at ohio state um a veteran guy it's like obviously he's probably going to be ahead of a dylan riola or a daniel kalen um so you would assume that's the way that you go um but at this point, like I, I don't, particularly with with Matt Rule coming out and saying it publicly, like I don't know that that avenue is open to to them. Minus somebody like a Casey Thompson, which you know, as 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 Chris mentioned, there's the on three report out there that Nebraska is not part of that mix. Minus like a very specific circumstance like that, where it's like, oh, maybe he wants to come back and eventually get into coaching, and he's been in Lincoln before, and we've seen that he's been in Lincoln lately. Um, maybe something like that, where it's like, oh, your your ultimate goal here might be coaching, um, but you could also play for us if if needed. Like that's like a needle in a haystack. So if that's truly off the table, which personally. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to write that completely off yet, but we'll we'll see. I mean, Matt Rule was was pretty clear yesterday with with where he wanted to be, and I guess you got to get take him at his word that like they are prepared, basically, um, to go into this season with Harburg and and two true freshmen. Based on what we know now, does that freak you out? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just me sitting in my desk chair, you know, your football playing, office, playing fantasy, playing, playing fantasy coach here. But um, I think Dylan Raiola is very good. Um, all of the the data, which I tend to weigh pretty heavily, just with how I approach things, would indicate he's going to be very good. But like, let's let's change the names and say, okay, Nebraska is entering year two of its rebuild with Matt Rule, and you've got a quarterback who, like, flashed some things but was clearly limited in some regards, and then you've got two freshmen. Um, and we don't know that it, we don't know their names. It's not Dylan Riola and Daniel Kalen. It's just two true freshmen. Like, how would it? It's like the locked characters in, like, Super Smash Brothers. Like, they're just kind of like a, a black background. We don't know who they actually yes. are. Okay. Yes. Yeah. A a little bit like that. So, and and, and, I mean, you know, that's, that's a hypothetical. It's not that like, like I said, we have every reason to think that Dylan Rail is going to be a really good football player. Um, That said, it's just like, it feels, it feels more likely than not right now to me 
that Nebraska starting a true freshman, a quarterback in 2024. So, so that's, that's kind of what we're talking about is like, how do you feel about that? You know, and, and I think it depends on the, the, the true freshman, <laughs> right? And you got a guy that is of that ilk with three of your four playoff team quarterbacks right now. Uh, but none of them started as true freshmen. Uh, so th- there is that. Now, there's always exceptions to the rule. And some of these higher profile where Dylan's been ranked, those, those are the molds that come in and, and can pull it off, i.e. a Trevor Lawrence, but again, eased into it, per se. And I don't know how much easing you're going to get. Uh, so what about flipping Nebraska forward when we talk about wins and the arms race of this new Big Ten? And let's not worry or talk about playoff because I think that's you might have a defense that could get you to a playoff. Who knows about your offense? Aside from your offensive line, you're really inexperienced at you know the other uh, six spots. Clearly, uh, running back maybe not as much. But when we talk about flipping this football team, you know what what's what's re, what's reality in your opinion here with a can't miss prospect, true freshman running this offense. And you couple it with the the parts you have. Well, I, I mean, I think the I think the outlook would still be good. I think the outlook would be for Nebraska to have more wins than it did in twenty twenty three. I I struggle to avoid it, um, but I, I I don't like to play the schedule game because you never actually know. But. That said, like you can look at Nebraska's kind of like lead into this season, the first two thirds of it, and be like, "All right, you, you'll like their chances in that based on what we think of those teams now, and kind of projecting it forward." Um, also, we we went through this in 2018. Like Adrian Martinez, true freshman, true freshman quarterback, was was pretty good. I, I would say really good as a as a true freshman. Um, in terms of QBR, um, Nebraska went four and eight. Probably could have went at least six and six that year with a little bit, you know, a couple of different breaks. But that became the entire story of the Frost era, um, and kind of continued in 2023 under under Matt Rule. But you would expect Dylan Riola, based on what we think of him coming out of high school, to be a little bit above that level. If he is. Um, then yeah, I think you can get where you, where you want to go, say seven and a half, eight wins somewhere in that range with, with that schedule, with the defense that Nebraska potentially has coming back. If you get your running backs to come back in a pretty good spot, like that's all, that's all within reach. If Dylan is just kind of good, but a true freshman, Mm -hmm. um, you get more than that. You can expect more than that. You get less, and well, then you're then you're kind of back in the six wins. Like let's <laughs> let's watch it each week and see if Nebraska gets bowl eligible. And it's just tough to account for 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 a player who has yet to play at this level of college football. No matter no matter how good we think they are coming in. And and to be clear, like I think Dylan is is really really good. Well, Brandon, uh, last thought here before we get you out, about 60 seconds. Let's marry these two topics just a little bit. As you look at the offense right now, 
what is the, the biggest need that the offense still has? I personally don't believe it's an insurance policy quarterback, but I want to get your thoughts. No, I'd agree with that. I still think, um, like, if you give me a choice between a, uh, a quarterback who's going to come in and basically just be compete for the job versus a, a wide receiver who's a little bit more proven where you can plug and play, which we've seen Nebraska do a couple of times recently, I, I would take the receiver. And, and I might even take, you know, a, a running back over that, too so you know there's there's some of this where where the quarterback piece of it is like yeah this just might be the reality of the era that we're in the reality of nebraska's current situation um but those playmakers either in the backfield or on the outside i think remain by my biggest kind of wants for for nebraska for this offense to get to get get up to where it needs to be you know what i i agree a wide out and a running back and you're your San Fran college level. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I, I'm my words. I'm, I'm just joking. Brandon Vogel. Vogues, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We'll check in with you on Saturday, okay? Sounds good, guys. Thanks. There he is. Counter Reed. Find out more with the Brandon Vogel. Counterread.com at Brandon L. Vogel. Joel Clatt's thoughts on Nebraska next.